Hello and welcome to episode number 12 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn, coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. This is the show where we rip open a random wax pack every week and discuss that year in brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, sometimes discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind. We may have an interview here and there and just spread the joy of ripping open wax packs. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. And new episodes drop every Thursday until further notice. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. On YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. Remember, we're always looking to promote and give um, give to veterans charities. So uh, contact us through any one of the outlets I just mentioned. And we'd be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can. Uh, this week we have uh, some likes and shares and um, all that type of jazz from Brian Harmon. Thank you. Alexander Sanford. Thank you. Eric Myers and Max Myers. Tracy. Um, and that one was, I didn't get a last name. I think it's Tracy Westfall, but it's at RAE2121 underscore Tracy. Um, Jack, Jerry, Parrot, Paul Volbert, Brad Spark, Zach Vaughn. If I missed anybody, I apologize, but those are some uh, people that uh, liked, shared, tweeted, etc. So excited about this week's topic, this week's random wax pack pull, 1984 Donruss. 1984 Donruss is my favorite 80s set. Um, this was a set that um, had a little bit less of a print run so it's worth a little bit more but I didn't even care about that at the time I can remember trying to pull the Daryl Strawberry and Don Mattingly Donnie Ball game rookie card um, love this set um, it looked a little bit differently than the 1982 and 3 that kind of looked alike and it was the first year for rated rookies but we'll get to all that um, um, I, this is the one where I think I told a story before about my brother and I go into a Lawson's and we were sitting out on the curb waiting for my, I think my mom to buy some stuff in the Lawson's and um, it's kind of like a little dairy mart. Um, and he opened either the Mattingly or the Strawberry 84 Donners. I can't remember. I think I said the, the Strawberry. It might, probably both of them. He's so lucky when, when it came to opening cards. I feel like that's the way that I remember it. He was really lucky opening packs. And I think he got the Daryl Strawberries, what it was. So just a little bit of a description of the 1984 Donruss set. Um, it is a 660 card set. Um, like I said before, the front design changed considerably from the uh, previous two years. And I'll talk about that more when we bust the pack open and look at it. Um, that way, if you want to look at the uh, YouTube video, you can see it there. But I'll try to explain it the best I can as well. Um, um, I looked online, it says this set has since grown in stature to be recognized as one of the finest produced in the 1980s, largely due to the design, but mainly due to the limited production and rookie card selection. So there's some good rookies in there and they didn't overproduce this set as much. Um, the first 26 cards, again, like most of the years were Diamond Kings, um, but the new feature 
was the rated rookies. So you didn't have those in 81, 82, and 83. Those started in 84. And that those were always my favorite cards to get, those rated rookies. Um, and they were introduced with this set with Bill Madden's 20 selections. Um, they were comprised of the first 27 through 46 cards, 27 through 40, numbers 27 through 46. Uh, there were two living, living legend cards designated A, um, that one was featuring Gaylord, Perry, and Rolly Fingers. And then there was another card of the Living Legends that was the B card featuring Johnny Bench and Carl Ustrimsky. Those were issued as bonus cards in wax packs, but were not issued in the factory sets sold to hobby dealers. Um, the seven unnumbered checklist cards are uh, listed at the end of the, at the, end of the uh, set. Um, variation cards um, sometimes resulted from uh, printing um, errors for the factory sets. Um, so Ron Darling and Mike Stenhouse, they had rated rookies that had no number on the back of them. Um, also, there were errors with the Perez Steel uh, cards. I believe those were the uh, Diamond Kings. So they had Perez Steel spelled wrong. Um in the packs and then by the time the factory sets came out later in the year uh they corrected the 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 way it was spelled and they they correct they uh spelled it the correct way i can't imagine that being spelled wrong you know and they printed all those out and then they figured it out and and corrected it like come on really um the key rookie cards in this set include the joe carter which is so hard to find well-centered um, it's just one of those cards that card collectors are trying to find well-centered. It's just hard to do. I have that card. I don't think it's very well-centered. Um, Don Mattingly, obviously, was is the number one rookie that we're looking for. Daryl Strawberry at the time was huge, but for some reason he's just not anymore. Not doesn't have a ton of worth, but it's still a great card. I love this set. And Andy Van Slyke was another rookie that year, um, rookie card that year. Um, some other popular cards were Eddie Murray's a cool card, Robin Yount, George Brett, Nolan Ryan, Pete Rose, Cal Ripken Jr., um, Ryan Sandberg. I love the Tony Gwynn card. There's a lot of Hall of Famers in there, but it's just a beautiful set. Uh, and I can't wait to bust open the pack to um, show those. Um, there were The distribution was 36 packs per box, 15 cards, plus one Duke Snyder puzzle piece per pack because remember they couldn't use bubble gum after they got into a um, court battle with tops in 1981 after that they weren't allowed to have gum in their packs anymore um, trying to look through here and see if I missed anything to start with oh um, there's a good story about this when they picked the rated rookies um, Donner's commissioned Bill Madden, like I said his name before, of the New York Daily News to pick 20 of the most promising rookies because it was the first year of rated rookies. And I didn't know this, but it says, despite being the Daily News Yankees beat reporter, he was the Yankees everyday beat reporter, and he didn't choose Don Mattingly as a rated rookie. So it, that's what's funny is Don Mattingly is not a rated rookie in that first year of rated rookies. And the guy that chose him was a New York Yankees daily news beat reporter that's crazy um and like i said before 29 uh card number 29 and 30 uh came out of the packs without numbers so um those were corrected um after wax packs had already been out they um the the factory set edition corrected those and made the numbers 
I'll put the numbers on the back of those so you can get both of those versions. I thought this was a pretty cool fact about the two Living Legend cards. Um, the ones with Gaylord Perry and Raleigh Fingers and then one with Carl Yastrzemski and Johnny Bench. It says the, uh, those two cards um, were produced at the same rate as any other base card, um, but they were un unavailable on the factory sets. So you could hand make the set with a pack, but they didn't come in the factory sets. They said that was due to the fact that for the first time, Donruss outsourced the production of factory sets to a playing card manufacturer, which used a 56 card sheet as opposed to the 132 card sheets that the pack cards were printed on. So from 1984 until 1992, all Donruss factory sets were printed on 56 card sheets. So it kind of started that trend. Um, the factory sets were printed on 11 56 card sheets and three quarters of a 12th sheet, um, which came out to 658 cards. So that's where they had the other two cards in there, the two Living Legends cards to make it 660. Also for the third and final time, so in 1982 and 1983 they had one of these cards, but uh, for the third and final time, Donruss included a card of the San Diego Chicken in their flagship baseball set. I can remember thinking that was the coolest card, the San Diego Chicken card, um, when I was that age, when I was young. And for the third and final time, collectors could get their chicken cards autographed by mailing them back to Donruss at the address listed on the reverse side of the card. So they would get those um, chicken cards autographed if you sent them back in the mail. And the Diamond Kings checklist is not sequentially numbered. Um, as with the rest of the Diamond Kings checklist, inserted into packs have the Perez steel misspelled on the back, and the six remaining checklists are sequentially numbered one through six. Uh, how they distributed these, uh, again, there were 36 packs per box with 15 cards plus one Duke Snyder puzzle piece per pack. And then later in the year, they had factory sets that were put out. All right, on to... My favorite part of the podcast is busting open the pack. So if you head over to YouTube, you could see this right now. Um, I'm holding up the pack. We have a 1984 Donruss baseball wax pack. My favorite year of the junk, junk wax era. I, 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 I don't really call this one junk wax. I love this one, but it is during that era. Um, so you have a yellow cover with um, a white baseball with the stitches and you have the red baseball across the top got the 84 and the donruss logo and it says featuring duke snyder puzzle puzzle and cards three puzzle pieces 15 cards collect all 63 pieces to complete the puzzle official license e of the major league baseball all right on the back there's a little uh, official Major League Baseball caps um, order. It looks like you could get one for um, a certain amount of money, I guess. I'd have to open it to see, uh, but something on there about those hats. Um, says distributed by the Donruss Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Made and printed in the USA, Donruss, Memphis. I'm about two hours from Memphis here in Searcy, Arkansas. Just went through there yesterday, coming back from Norris Lake. All right, so here we go. We're gonna open up the pack. And be very careful in case we get the Don Mattingly rookie, or the Daryl Strawberry rookie, or the Joe Carter rated rookie. I love all those cards. I love the rated rookies, any of them. All right, 
I'm gonna do this a little differently this time. I'm gonna go from the back. So here's the back of the card. It's a green card. Green on the back, I should say. It's green and then it's, it has a all around except for the part that's white that says recent major league uh, performance. And again, they just did the recent major league depending on how many years they played. I, I believe they didn't they didn't put all of them on there probably the last five years. Then they have a career highlight and their contract status and all the other good stuff like when they were born, where the, their home is, what, uh, what if they bat right or left, throw right or left, and how tall they are and how much they weigh. So here's the card. The first one is Alan Ramirez. And it, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the bottom has the the little wave, the yellow wave was awesome. I thought that was so cool. So different and new. And the photograph of the, each guy was great at this time, I believe. Um, but it's just such a pretty set. So Alan Ramirez is my first one. Then they got the 84 Donruss down there in the bottom right-hand corner. And their name and their position next to their name. Next card. I'm just going to lift them off here. Mel Hall. I can remember watching Mel Hall. And I think when he did a home run trot, they call it the cabbage patch, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he was when he was on the Cleveland Indians. But I know later in his life, um, he made some serious mistakes. I'm almost positive. Correct me if I'm wrong. So praying for him. Next, Rick Roden. Rick Roden, the Pirates. Man, I love these cards. These are so good. It's hard to find a lot of them centered. That one was pretty good. Ken Oberkfell, the St. Louis Cardinals. Ken Oberkfell. There's a back if you want to see that again. Looks like it has his last five years recent Major League uh, performance. Next, David Green. Next, we have Gene Garber. Gene Garber, pretty good pitcher. I remember watching them all the time at my grandpa's place. So we always watched the Atlanta Braves in um, Alabama. He was from Hartsell, Alabama is where we used to go. And that was, you know, the Braves were what everybody watched down south on those, the Turner um, channel, TBS. Jim Sunberg. Candy Maldonado. He had some good years. Candy Maldonado. I think I... Remember him on another team, though, but I could be wrong. Next, ooh, we have a Diamond King. Ooh, it's Eddie Murray. That's really cool. Man, these cards are sharp, though. Man, the corners are sharp. Eddie Murray, that's the Diamond King there. So when it says Perez Steel down in the bottom corner down there, down where my pinky is, it says Perez Steel, and that was spelled wrong. So whenever they put out the factory set, they spelled it correctly. Jose DeLeon. Paul Splitorf. couple cards left, I think. A few cards. Scott McGregor. Jerry Willard, superstar on the Cleveland Indians, not. <laughs> and two more cards. Glenn Hubbard, he's a good little player. Glenn Hubbard, 
And then one last card. Man, is it? Oh, man. Didn't get one of the guys we wanted, but still, it was really fun to bust this pack. And this was uh, Chuck Porter. Chuck Porter. This makes me want to go downstairs and open some more 84 Donruss. But if I do that, I'll... Anytime that I put... Uh, I Sometimes I open cards and I'll put some different videos on YouTube that are just along with these that don't really go with the podcast. But just in case I open something that's cool and you get to see it. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, pull a name here. And the name I pull is Tracy. Is Tracy. Remember that was the one that I said was at RAE2121 underscore Tracy. I think Tracy is Westfall. Tracy Westfall. But I'll get a hold of you, Tracy. And um, we'll send those cards to you. So you'll get these cards sent to you. Yep, the 1984 Donruss. 48, that'd be awesome. 1984 Donruss. I'll send you the pack, this pack that we opened. And I'll also send you a couple uh, free wax packs. So that was 1984 Donruss. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in for the ripping of the 1984 Donruss random wax pack pool. Um, remember all our different places that you can get a hold of us. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. Um, I do have an Instagram um, account now. If you just put in AV's Ripping Wax Packs, it should come up there. Uh, YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast that we rip open the pack from the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. New episodes drop every Thursday. And I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, remember to always think about veterans charities. We like to promote those and we like to give to, to veterans charities. So contact us if you want to uh, discuss a partnership there. So this has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast from Searcy, Arkansas. Uh, this is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.